Hey, real quick, I wanted to give a shout out to Fried Chicken. I just talked to him. Um, I met him on Discord uh, through a game we play. You guys know the only two real games I play is uh, Lost Centuria. Um, and I also have World War Z that I stream or I do YouTube sometimes or, or Twitch. But anyway, I'm giving a shout out to Fried Chicken is his name as of right now. But he's going to be on my show uh, within the next day or two. I got to see what my schedule is like. But this is just a proper thank you so much. He actually downloaded the app. I'm sure it was painless for him. And I'm going to ask him just like I asked Lily. How hard was it really? And guess what? It's really not that hard. You just got to take your time and download the app. You push two buttons, you're done. All right. Thanks again. That's uh, for his name is right now is we're going to, you know, fried chicken, which is funny. And um, I don't know what the uh, title of the episode yet, but I was thinking, you know, something with alphabet disease, you know, ADHD and me with special guests. Because um, it's nice to have somebody that understands that part of you and also might be able to help one of you guys out there. This is Jimmy James talking on Anchor, saying peace out for now. Much love to everybody. And once again, thank you for any favorites or follows. Take care of yourselves and one another. I know you can hear me. We're still connected. It is now time to explain to people just what's wrong with me. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Jimmy James, and I'm here to talk to you a little bit about ADHD and the causes it can have on you and your family. But I also want to talk about where your mind feels like a merry-go-round, but the speed is at 1 million miles per hour. And on top of that, you have a whole universe of information coming through your brain at once. And on top of that, you don't want somebody to bother you or this, that, or the other thing. There are so many things I will show you and teach you along the way. I did not lose focus or lose track, even though I am part of pretty much everything I just explained in that theory of mine. I didn't forget about you. I still will be talking about mental help and how it will help you further along in the future. But for now, hang tight. If you have any questions, you can email me or I prefer you download the app at anchor.fm. If you cannot download the app, you can email me, okay, at the Jimmy James Show at gmail.com. No A to Z in the email. If you can't email me, okay, and you have no which way to a computer, okay, then... You probably don't exist because there's no way you're listening to this. But maybe you should if you feel like it connects to you. This is Jimmy James saying, I didn't forget about you. And coming up on the next show is dealing with life, ADHD in me. The true ADHD in me.
no more slings. No more swords. No more weapons. No more systems. No more. No more superpowers. I'm not one of these people who's worried about everything. You got people like this around you. Country's full of them now. People walking around all day long, every minute of the day, worried about everything. Worried about the air, worried about the water, worried about the soil. Worried about insecticides, pesticides, food additives, carcinogens. Worried about radon gas, worried about asbestos. Worried about saving endangered species. Let me tell you about endangered species, all right? Saving endangered species is just one more arrogant attempt by humans to control nature. It's arrogant meddling. It's what got us in trouble in the first place. Doesn't anybody understand that? Interfering with nature. Over 90%, over, way over, 90% of all the species that have ever lived on this planet, ever lived, are gone. They're extinct. We didn't kill them all. They just disappeared. That's what nature does. They disappear these days at the rate of 25 a day. And I mean regardless of our, our behavior. Irrespective of how we act on this planet, 25 species that were here today will be gone tomorrow. Let them go gracefully. Leave nature alone. Haven't we done enough? We're so self-important. So self-important. Everybody's going to save something now. Save the trees, save the bees, save the whales, save those snails. And the greatest arrogance of all, save the planet. What? Are these fucking people kidding me? Save the planet? We don't even know how to take care of ourselves yet. We haven't learned how to care for one another. We're going to save the fucking planet? I'm getting tired of that shit. Tired of that shit. Tired. I'm tired of fucking Earth Day. I'm tired of these self-righteous environmentalists, these white bourgeois liberals who think the only thing wrong with this country is there aren't enough bicycle paths. People trying to make the world safe for their Volvos. Besides, environmentalists don't give a shit about the planet. They don't care about the planet. Not in the abstract, they don't. Not in the abstract, they don't. You know what they're interested in? A clean place to live. Their own habitat. They're worried that someday in the future they might be personally inconvenienced. Narrow, unenlightened self-interest doesn't impress me. Besides, there is nothing wrong with the planet. Nothing wrong with the planet. The planet is fine. The people are fucked. <laughs> Difference. Difference. The planet is fine. 
compared to the people, the planet is doing great. It's been here four and a half billion years. Do you ever think about the arithmetic? Planet has been here four and a half billion years. We've been here, what, 100,000, maybe 200,000? And we've only been engaged in heavy industry for a little over 200 years. 200 years versus four and a half billion. And we have the conceit to think that somehow we're a threat? That somehow we're going to put in jeopardy this beautiful little blue-green ball that's just a-floating around the sun? The planet has been through a lot worse than us. Been through all kinds of things worse than us. Been through earthquakes, volcanoes, plate tectonics, continental drift, solar flares, sunspots, magnetic storms, the magnetic reversal of the poles, hundreds of thousands of years of bombardment by comets and asteroids and meteors, worldwide floods, tidal waves, worldwide fires, erosion, cosmic rays, recurring ice ages, and we think some plastic bags and some aluminum cans are going to make a difference? The planet... The planet. The planet isn't going anywhere. We are. We're going away. Pack your shit, folks. We're going away. And we won't leave much of a trace either. Thank God for that. Maybe a little styrofoam. Maybe. A little styrofoam. Planet will be here and we'll be long gone. Just another failed mutation. Just another closed-end biological mistake. An evolutionary cul-de-sac. The planet will shake us off like a bad case of fleas. A surface nuisance. You want to know how the planet's doing? Ask those people at Pompeii who are frozen into position from volcanic ash how the planet's doing. Want to know if the planet's all right? Ask those people in Mexico City or Armenia or a hundred other places buried under thousands of tons of earthquake rubble if they feel like a threat to the planet this week. How about those people in Kilauea, Hawaii, who build their homes right next to an active volcano and then wonder why they have lava in the living room? The planet will be here for a long, long, long time after we're gone and it will heal itself it will cleanse itself because that's what it does it's a self-correcting system the air and the water will recover the earth will be renewed and if it's true that plastic is not degradable well the planet will simply incorporate plastic into a new paradigm the earth plus plastic the earth doesn't share our prejudice towards plastic plastic came out of the earth the earth probably sees plastic as just another one of its children could be the only reason the earth allowed us to be spawned from it in the first place. It wanted plastic for itself. Didn't know how to make it. Needed us. Could be the answer to our age-old philosophical question, why are we here? Plastic. Assholes. So. Jimmy James leaving a brand new. We'll be right back. say keep your friends rich and your enemies rich and wait to find out which is which all right guys this is jimmy james telling you to be fucking you so i put an episode together like whose line is it adhd a little bit of me 
little bit of what's out there and a kind of little bit of universe edge on what I'm trying to say, but also trying to have fun with it at the same time. So, like always, enjoy. This is Jimmy James saying, sorry I haven't been the best lately, but this is what you get. Never said it was going to change overnight. Matter of fact, I said two years, so enjoy the little things in the meantime. Have fun. Yeah, if politics, man. Yeah. Like, literally, that's feckless. I'm telling you, I'm on my kindness conspiracy. As long as I'm kind to people, like, if, if we live by an ethic of kindness, if we foster trust amongst each other, we'll matter less what corporations and politicians say because we'll be able to trust our society's cohesiveness. If, if you look at life, anything in life, through the framework of money, you'll, you'll miss most of the picture. Yeah. And, and you know, in, in business, especially this stage in our careers, you, you realize through the years, people play incentives. You know what I mean? That, that if they incentivize a certain way, then that's the way they're going to behave. So, so what they want is never really surprising how they get there is where all the surprises are. So I feel like I can forgive somebody for playing an incentive. Mm -hmm. It's disappointing. But what was so remarkable when I walked away from the show, right, is that uh, it was against incentive. So people couldn't understand it at the time. It was so much money. How could you do that and blah, blah, blah. But you know, if I had taken that money and finished the show, I would have got the money, but I might never have been the same. I'd never seen these things before. Right. I didn't see anyone else do this and, and, and get back up. I didn't see, uh, you know, and, and the drum beat is, he's crazy, he smokes crackers, this is that. Yeah. It, was, it was a wild, it was a wild experience. The way people close to you react to it. Like, he, like I had failed or I ruined my life. Mm. You know, uh, and, then, and then, you know, when you're cold, that phone don't ring that often. Right. And then, I, and then I had a, over a decade of, of sitting in that choice, but I didn't languish in just that experience. I started doing stand-up for, for much better reasons than making it. I still enjoyed it. I, I started seeing the places where I was performing. Normally, when you're, like, successful in comedy, you know, you get off the plane or the bus, you hit, you do the hit, you go back to the hotel, you get back on the bus, you don't really see anything. You don't really... Yeah. Like, even now, like, this, this last run we did here in Austin. We was here for weeks. And then I got to see Austin. I got to find restaurants I like. I met people that I probably called because I'm in town, stuff like that. And, and it was like that all over the world, not just the country. I, I started going around and just seeing the world. I got overwhelmed with this idea that none of my uh, information was firsthand. I just read it in books or I heard it from friends, and I, and I was eager to just, just see something for myself. And, and, and I kind of entrenched this philosophy that my memories are, are some of the most valuable things that I have. Mm. These firsthand experiences. This, yeah. Can't take that away from if I, if I reminisce on a nice day, then, you know, it feeds you. Remembering something is neurologically almost identical, I've read, to experiencing it. If politics, man. Yeah. Like, literally, that's feckless. I'm telling you, I'm on my kindness conspiracy. As long as I'm kind to people, like, if, if we live by an ethic of kindness, if we foster trust amongst each other, we'll matter less what corporations and politicians say because we'll be able to trust 
our society's cohesiveness. Yeah. But if you politicize these things, it's going to be very, it's going to become increasingly difficult to come to an understanding or an agreement. Yeah, it's, it's getting tribal here. I don't know. More than you know what's funny? I, I don't even really know what you politi- politically believe or don't believe, but I, who gives a fuck? I get along with you every time I see you. I mean, funny, uh, you're a nice dude, we laugh about shit, we learn shit from each other. We, you're from Boston, I'm from D.C. It's very, two very different types of places and types of cultures. This culture of comedy, this common denominator, uh, makes me feel like we're of the same tribe. For sure. And there's trans people in my tribe, and there's white and black and Asian and all kinds of people, and all of them are committed to, to this concept of levity, and we all get there different and interesting and unique ways. And, and what's wrong with that? It works. And we say terrible shit to each other all the <laughs> fucking time. Everyone's fine. Here's another question I've been pondering. What is all this shit about angels? Have you heard this? Yeah, three out of four people now believe in angels. What are you, fucking stupid? Has everybody lost their fucking mind in this country? Angel shit. You know what I think it is? I think it's a massive, collective, psychotic, chemical flashback of all the drugs, all the drugs, smoked, swallowed, snorted, shot, and absorbed rectally by all Americans from 1960 to 1990. 30 years of adulterated street drugs will get you some fucking angels, my friend. Angel shit. What about goblins, huh? Doesn't anybody believe in goblins? Never hear about them except on Halloween, and it's always negative shit, too, you know? And zombies. Where the fuck are all the zombies? That's the trouble with zombies. They're unreliable. I see if you're going to buy the angel shit, you might as well go for the zombie package as well. It's <laughs> George Carlin <laughs> on Angels. Here's the next one. Is on uh, just two minutes long. Religion. But in the bullshit department, in the bullshit department, a businessman can't hold a candle to a clergyman. Because I got to tell you the truth, folks. I got to tell you the truth. When it comes to bullshit, big time, major league bullshit. You have to stand in awe, in awe of the all-time champion of false promises and exaggerated claims, religion. No contest. No contest. Religion. Religion easily has the greatest bullshit story ever told. Think about it. Religion has actually convinced people that there's an invisible man living in the sky who watches everything you do every minute of every day and the invisible man has a special list of 10 things he does not want you to do and if you do any of these 10 things he has a special place full of fire and smoke and burning and torture and anguish where he will send you to live and suffer and burn and choke and scream and cry forever and ever till the end of time but he loves you <laughs> I was trying to say that the other day, so I just wanted to make sure you guys heard it the proper way. George Carlin on religion. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was trying to say that joke uh, to somebody, but uh, and also on a podcast. But I figured, hell, I'll throw it in. Let's go. A little bit of Dax. Listen up, kids. Drops it. I'm highly toxic. Back to be radioactive with a slight composer balance. ADHD, bipolar, depression, manic, high-level lactic acid. Contracted from COVID vaccines from an allergic reaction. I got another 15 extra packets. Not to mention PTSD episodes from failed Christmas interactions. I hope you enjoyed every detail that I put into this show and the next or the one before but that's not what this is for this is taking a minute for me to tell you please go follow me on Spotify hit the bell you can even rate me go on Facebook and hate me I don't care Instagram it's Unikiller X the Jimmy James show A to Z everything and anything that's you and me take care peace out